Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It ain't easy now How could I move forward When I keep looking backward I'm just standing still How can I fight this obsession Have I not learned my lesson Maybe Welcome to Behind the Steel Curtain This is the editor Dave Schofield Coming at you on a Tuesday night It's Minutes after 9 p.m., we're, we're, we're almost in regular season form. This is the Scobro Show. It's not going to be what it is if it's not for, with me as always, my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going on this Tuesday night? It is going all right on this Tuesday night. It was a busy day in the land of the NFL, and particularly in particular, it was pretty busy in Steeler country today. So we've got lots to talk about. Yes, we do. And I said this to you right before we started. I'm like, man, I'm exhausted. I had a big day with a lot of different things. I actually was even also a guest on another podcast earlier this evening. Um, it's one for um, uh, the, the sports around the Philadelphia area. And they were doing a, you know, around the NFL thing covering different teams. And it was the Steelers. So I was on doing that. Then I had this tonight. I had two breaking news podcasts. Luckily, Brian Anthony Davis covered one of them for me because it was three today because we've got lots of news. But before we get to the lots of other Steelers news, we've got to get to some BTSC news. First of all, I've got to say, if you haven't checked it out, there's a lot. There was so much content on there. It's still on the front six articles, but I think it's the very last one. Uh, Shannon White has an article about the BTSC Redmond Award. For years, I never understood what this was. I think I finally got a grasp of it, thanks to some people in the comments. I went in to read the comments just to try to figure it out because I'm sitting there like, really? This person is better than that person or whatever? And it's not. It's really all about... Um, it's the joy of being a fan and basically overhyping someone. Um, and who was the overhyped person for the for the red for is who kind of gets the Redmond Award, where fans even get this fake perception of what it's supposed to be. I, I mean, I finally feel like I'm starting to understand what it's supposed to be. So that that's really nice. But you could go check out that article, vote in the poll. It's really close between two players. If I don't realize what the award was more, I don't know that I would have gone with what I went with. But um that's so so make sure you're checking you can check that out but here's the other btsc news oh and make sure you check out um know your enemy tomorrow night it's usually around 8 30 that that one goes because this because shannon white and jeffrey benedict will be announcing the winner to that and a little something special i've got a little something special 
I know Rich is just kind of waiting while I'm doing all this other stuff. Do you remember what I have something special here, Rich? Do you even remember what this is? Shoot. No, we talked about it. Now I don't even remember. It's, it's the it's the prize. Oh, it is that yeah. time of year. It is time for the BTSC Survivor League. Now, the article is not up on the website yet. There's a reason for that. Why? Because as I was telling you before the show, this is probably tied for the second craziest event of the Steelers. Not game days, but events. The NFL draft is its own thing. That's crazy. But roster cut down day and the beginning of the league year are two things hand in hand. It's just it's just crazy days with the site. And because of that, we didn't want it to get buried there. This is more for you all. So I'd say look for it probably probably not even tomorrow. I would say on Thursday. That gives us a good week for the Survivor League to get set up. Sorry if I'm making a bunch of noise in the background. I'm trying to take out the prize. We have given away a signed football every year. Year one, Marquise Pouncey. Year two, David DeCastro. Year three, Joe Hayden. This is year four. And I like to go with a very veteran established player, so much so that none of the other three are still with the Steelers. But that's not going to be the case here. I'm calling it now. You ready? Because I have it. Oh, this is going to be hard to let go for me. This is going to be hard to let go for me. Because he might be number 97 on the field, but he's number one in our hearts. Oh, captain, my captain, Cam Hayward. That's right. We will be giving away a signed Cam Hayward football for the winner of the BTSC Survivor League. There you go. What do you think of that, Rich? I'm going to win. <laughs> or we could be like like Ali says, he wants the Kylo Ren helmet that's in the background here for me, which is my wonderful Steelers helmet. But uh, that's very near and dear to my heart. So there we go. I hope you all can get excited about that. It's it's not easy to win a Survivor League. For those of you that don't remember, you can just pick one winner each week, not against the spread, one winner, one. If they If they win, you move on. If they lose or tie, you're out. And it's not as easy as you think. And once you use a team, you can't use them again. Last year, we went almost to the end of the season. We reached the point in week 15 where we, team, people had to make two picks. But we got it. it, it it's great. So there. Uh, there you go. Ivor Mechton says it. Future Hall of Famer, Cam Hayward. There you go. Correct. So, um I think that's a good one. I really do. It's got the certificate of authenticity with it. It's a little card. So make sure you're checking that out in the coming days. It's okay. So I think I did enough BTSE promo, right? Sure. Well, this show, I know a lot of times we'll start off with the news, and then we'll get into our topic. Uh, Our topic tonight is the news. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, there was was so much (laughs) going on today. We are the first show after all that's been going on. We got a first live show. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yes. So, but the only reason I throw on the first live show is there are on our audio only platform, which if you are not listening there, you are really missing a majority of our content and some really, really great stuff. We had three breaking news podcasts. I did the first one, which was the trade for Malik Reed. Brian Anthony Davis did the next one to cover for me as I was writing two breaking news articles at one time, and he did uh, the, why is it, Davis. What's the first, Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Davis, the trade for Jesse Davis. And then Brian and I did it together, had lots of fun, 
man, whenever you do a podcast and you can you can compare Steelers or potential players to uh, Stairway to Heaven or Islands in the Stream, that's a lot of fun. And that wasn't Brian. That was me. Make sure you check out our breaking news podcast on the breakdown of the Steelers 53-man roster. So, Rich, here we are. Whoo! Crazy. The Steelers cut the majority of their players earlier in the day. Yes. Now, the way I understood that and the way it seemed to work out is that they didn't cut everybody before practice. They cut most of them before practice, but they still had to make at least three cuts. And it ended up having to be five because of the two trades. After practice. So the first round of cuts um, was a lot of players that you expected to get cut with a few surprises. It definitely did. It definitely had a few surprises. So I'm going to try to read the names that were cut in the first round just to make sure we got it all. They were whew, on offense, William Dunkel, Adrian Ely, Chaz Green, John LeGlue, Ryan McCullough, Max Borgie, Kevin Rader, Jace Sternberger, Tyler Sneed, Tyler Vons, and Cody White. What's the offensive guys released early? What were your biggest surprises there? Um, just LeGlue was the biggest one. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, who was it in the on the Slack channel that said, well, who, what are we going to place him with, LeDuctate? <laughs> LeDuctate. <laughs> was, was that Jeremy Betts? It well, might have been. It was Jeremy Betts. I yeah, because I, 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 I thought that was hilarious. really good, too. Yeah. Yeah, what's but, good? Because they're like, what's going to hold the one together now? LeDuctate? <laughs> yeah. So after that, I thought maybe Vaughn's was probably my next biggest one that I'd like to maybe see around. You know, I wasn't surprised because of how many receivers they had. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And Cody White, because they've always really liked Cody White. You know, but although we didn't see him shining like some of the others um, in the preseason games. So that was the offense. So. I, I agree with the glue, with the glue bonds. It's but only because you didn't really know. I mean, Coach Tomlin talked about you know he makes plays in key times, but you can only keep so many is ultimately what it comes down to. Yes. And we're going to get to after we're done all this. We're going to, then we're going to start talking some Steelers practice squads. But defense. Here you go. Here's here's where I go on the defense. Chris Steele, Lyndon Stevens, Rondell Carter. Buddy Johnson, Hamilcar Rashid, Delonte Scott, James Walters, Carlos Davis, Khalil Davis, Donovan Jeter, Henry Mondo, and Carlins Platel was waived slash injured because he had surgery um, after the preseason game. All right, what jumps out? Of, what jumped out of you there? Um, not near as much jumped out. Well, the first one that jumped out me was probably um, was. Hamil Ka Rashid. Yeah. Um, because everybody <laughs> with he and Delonte Scott is like, uh, what are we doing for outside linebacker? Yeah, that was interesting, but that was coming down right 
I'm trying to think timing wise. I'm pretty sure the the trade was announced before that first round. Not an, let's see, not announced, not announced by the Steelers because they get announced till 4 p.m. Yeah. Well, actually, Coach Tallman finally had to address it after practice when they, they asked. But all the reports were out about the the trade. We'll get to that in a minute. Where they had another outside linebacker. I wasn't shocked by the outside linebacker because I thought Hamilton did not show that much. In the last preseason game, I thought Delonte Scott played played well. Um, he had a really nice PFF score, but I think both those guys are practice squad candidates. I mean, that's where yeah. Scott was last year for the Steelers. Yeah, you'll probably see a couple of those, at least one, maybe two of, mm-hmm. the, of, of those D linemen potentially end up practice squad. Yeah. So, but like I said, we'll we'll talk some more about that. So that was round one of cuts. Then we had the trade. For Reed, then we had basically. I think we got the 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 word on the trade for Jesse Davis about three or four minutes before the Steelers announced their final cuts. So the final cuts, the five more players that were then cut because the Steelers they needed to cut three more, but they added two via trade. I had said, and I'll put it out there that I thought this. I'm like, this would be great, and then I'm like, come on, this isn't why other teams trade guys. I'm like, man. They're, they're saying this trade now, but what if these trades don't go through until tomorrow? Then you kind of have that bonus thing of getting guys on the IR, which we'll talk about that as well, that, that, they don't, that, they're, that they, these guys are going to take up roster spots. But at the same time, the reason these other teams are trading these guys is because they need to clear the roster spots. So right. once I thought, you know, took off my black and gold goggles and thought clearly, I'm like, yeah, that was dumb. So, of course, they came through. So they had to release five more players. The final five were... Justin Lane, Marcus Allen, Joe Hegg, Trent Scott, and Anthony McFarland. By everything that it seems like, all of those guys were at practice. I don't know if they all were at practice. Um, I know at least Joe Hegg came back, practiced, and talked to media after practice like he was still there, and then the trade happens and he's gone. Um, There was a report that Justin Lane was seen after practice walking out with a garbage bag full of stuff. I mentioned that on the on the breaking news podcast, which you know it's kind of sad, but I don't know if that meant he was gathering up during practice or if they, it happened after practice. I'm not sure. But those are the last five. What what are your thoughts there? Um, biggest surprise for me there was McFarland. I thought he played he had his best preseason. Like I've saw more out of him this preseason than we, this preseason than we probably ever seen. Yeah, and so I thought it was. And, you know, interesting that after he'd had his best preseason, we cut him. Yeah, but and, and a lot of that was in that first game. There was a lot going on with the run game after that. And I will tell you this, McFarland, where he, where he had a very rough time this preseason, was special teams. He wasn't... Except, except returns. No, except returns. But is he going to be your number one return guy? If he's not your number one return guy, then how much can he help you on special teams? He was not good on the other parts of special teams. And that's why somebody like Benny Snell is hanging around as the number three running back. That's right. I said it. And that's kind of because Matt Canada slipped up a little bit today and said something to make you believe that Jalen Warren is the number two. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, I was surprised by Joe Haig. And when that rumor came out, I first put it out to the BTSC staff that I'm like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. If you've got someone you need to put on IR and you need a veteran that will sign right back, Joe Hegg's perfect for that. 
But then the Steelers traded for an offensive lineman, and that changed everything. I'm still not saying that, that, that that's beyond possibility because they only have eight right now, and they're going to have guys on the practice squad because if one, if one lineman's injured, you're going to have to bring up another lineman if you're only covering eight because you need to have eight on the roster to actually have a full roster. It's a free roster spot on, sun, on Sundays or – sorry, game days, not all game days or Sundays. So um, I was surprised Justin Lane made it until that last cut. I was not surprised he was cut. I wasn't um, yeah, on the last round, I didn't say it on the defense. I was a little bit surprised, not surprised, but I thought maybe there was a chance that Chris Steele could sneak on because I thought he played well uh, when he was out there in the preseason, and I didn't know how much James Pierre really, really, um, really played that much better than him. But I, I, that's another guy for the practice squad. So um, McFarlane was a surprise. Marcus Allen, the biggest thing with him, man, is just being – he just wasn't available. I thought if he stuck on the 53, I thought it would be to go to on IR because he just didn't play in the preseason. So there's a – we'll get to that in a second. Let's go to Steel Dog 88. He puts $2 in the tip jar and says, my surprise cuts were McFarland and Mondo. Mondo was one of the first ones reported. He was, yes. I'm not surprised by Mondo because, my goodness, the Steelers are still keeping seven defensive linemen, even without him. And name one guy on that list that was that you would think Mondo was going to beat out. No, there's not a guy on that list I thought it would be out. Yeah. It's just I, – I just – honestly, at this point, I just can't believe how decent the depth is on the, the defensive line. Um yeah. Because, you know, Mondo just, I don't know, it seems to be me like, you know, when he, when he gets in the games, he, he's either, he, he always seems like he, it's one of two things, mm-hmm. okay? Like every play, he's either getting manhandled or making a spectacular play. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, um, like Jeffrey Bennett really likes to point out, he's, a, he's, he's your pass rushing defensive lineman. If you can put him in and you know he's going to be pass rushing, he's a good guy to have in there. Yeah. Like, he's talked – like, Jeffrey's like, if you only need two and it's pass rush, you go with Cam Hayward and Henry Mondo. That's how much he liked Henry Mondo. But the thing is, is guess what else you can do? You can run on him. So that's one of the – to me, we'll get to, we'll get to even more stuff with him. Tyler W., $2 into the tip jar, says, Tomlin loves him, Benny Snell football. Seems like they do. Seems like they do. I don't. I don't know about seeing Benny Snell with, with many carries this year. We're going. We're going to see how it all works out. Um, Rich, rather than go through the whole fifty-three man roster like we did, like I did on the on the uh, that special breaking news one, we now have a pretty good idea of who's left. If you do, yeah. Who's your biggest surprise? Maybe that's still on the team. Was there someone that made the team that you uh... thought might not make the team? Kind of putting you on the spot, aren't you? You are, and I'm just kind of. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Um, I... Oh, my guess. Here, what? guess what? I'll stall for you. Guess what? Okay, stall for me. Here's what I'm going to stall for you. I when I stopped reading the offense and went to the defense, there was a player that was in that was there that I didn't start with him on the defense. I completely missed another. Sup- what some people would say is a surprise cut. And that's safety Elijah Riley. Oh, yeah. That they had just 
that they had just claimed off waivers, had him come in. I said the whole time I thought he was just auditioning for a practice squad spot. Then he played really well. They played really well. So that's a that was another one um, that that I just I found interesting. So sorry if I missed that in the list. Um, and then here we'll go ahead and throw in this two dollars from the tip jar. Uh, Kyle Smith two dollars two dollars says hoping another OLB move happens to replace Tuska. If you look at how Tuska played at the end of last year, he was playing well. The, the Steelers have seen something in him. And if you're not asking a bunch of snaps out of him, Jeffrey and I broke that down in a vertex earlier this offseason. He's actually a pretty good come in for a few plays for TJ Watt. He, he yeah. act, in my opinion, I'm fine with Tuska being probably now the number four. Number four, because um, uh, to, to get into the little bit of the trade, I hope you're still thinking about the answer to that question. Uh, uh, to get it, to that question. Okay. But to, then we'll answer the question. Then we'll talk about, about, about the trade guys. Go ahead. All right. My, so the question what? was set you up again. It was, was there someone who made the roster that you were surprised they did make it through? Um, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and, but I understand why this happened, but it's still a little bit of, of a surprise <sighs> because it was a surprise to see, you know, Joe Hegg and John Laglu mm-hmm. be be cut mm-hmm. and JC Hassenauer on the on the roster. Okay, well, you see all- some people would even say Kendrick Green, but think yes. about it. It's his second year in the league. He started 16 games last year. Do you really think the Steelers would move on from him after one preseason? My goodness, they are not the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. In case you missed that, they released their first round draft pick from last year right <laughs> today so so yeah um tape boys he has a great answer for this dollar 99 sims but since they kept seven wide receivers i get it exactly that's my biggest surprise is that they kept seven so we can transition that we'll still come back to yes, the trade we guys we'll, we can transition that to the next question of so bro are there guys on this roster that there's at least one that we basically know that are going to the IR at 12.01 PM tomorrow. The reason I say 12.01, it's basically 12 o'clock. Um, the, no player could go on the injured reserve list until and following the waiver period of final cutdowns if they want to return this year. So the end of the waiver periods for final cutdowns is at noon tomorrow. That is when teams will find out. Who, if they got a waiver claim, all those other things. But if they claim someone off waivers, the roster spot can be freed up by someone going to the IR. And that person, that since they were on the IR or on the 53-man roster on, through that time, they are now eligible to return for the season. So do you see the Steelers doing multiple players eligible to return? Um, yes. Okay. The obvi- I'll let you start with the obvious one because we've basically who's who's the first one you think? KZ. KZ. I mean, it was reported he was going on IR. Some people think it was already there, but the fact yeah. he wasn't moved to IR was strategic, so he could come back, and that tells you that they're hoping it's not season ending. Also, I should say, only eight players can come back throughout the season after being on IR, and you have to be on IR for at least four games. Okay, so there's one. I'm going to say who I thought was a surefire 
absolutely going on IR is I thought it was Montrevious Adams. And then the news came out that he practiced today. Yeah, then then the news comes out he practiced today, both at nose and defensive tackle. Now, I will tell you this. It's not definite, but that's kind of smart. You know what you do? You missed all that time. You practice him today to say, hey, can you really go, or should we be giving you a few more weeks? Yeah. So it's it's not out of the question for him to then be moved to IR. But I think I th- it's not as sure as what I thought it was. Agreed? Uh, yes, agreed. Yeah. Okay. So that's so that's another one. Um, is there anyone else you think could end up on IR? Maybe CA3. Exactly. And some people were, were you know, on Twitter said, you know, they remind me, well, you think it's CA3, but he said he was ready to go if Coach Tomlin would give him the okay. Okay. The, this is simple. Why would you think Coach Tomlin wouldn't give him the okay? So they could put him on IR. That's right. Why would you put him on IR? Because you know you're probably not going to play him the first four games of the season anyway with how much time he's missed as a rookie, and you know, no preseason games, all those things. Remember, Artavis Bryant, he didn't play, what, like the first six games? He wasn't even injured. He was just inactive. So that was a potential for CA3 that whole time. The only difference to me between putting him in IR because he did have an injury um, and or keeping him on the roster is his ability to practice, like run through things at practice. I mean, he can still be at practice otherwise, but that's going to be uh, the question there. I think that's a good one. So so you think it's a possibility? You think it'll happen? You think that's why they kept seven? Um, uh, it would make sense that's why they kept seven mm-hmm. because then you could – Drop that back to six, mm-hmm. and that's the one more than last year. Elsewhere. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. So um, I'm going to throw another name out there. Derek Watt. True. We haven't we haven't seen him. We haven't seen him, and we don't know why. We don't really know why. You know, he's just kind of a guy that hasn't been able to go and not really talked about. Like I didn't even have him on my radar as a guy not playing this week because I didn't hear anything about him being out, but. It was out there. Um, yeah. So I I just don't know what's happening. I, I had Derek Watt as a candidate that he could have even possibly been cut to be re-signed to put someone else on. That's just me. Um, so those are the potential guys. Okay. Now here's the follow-up question. If those guys are going on, on IR, let's say the Steelers have one, two, three, four, whatever you have, then they have the roster spots. You have two options, bring back guys that were on the roster or get somebody else through waivers or signing a veteran free agent that's available or signing somebody after they clear waivers. Who do you think are some candidates that could end up on the Steelers 53-man roster by this time tomorrow night? (laughs) Do you want my honest answer? Yes. No clue. No clue? Okay. No. It was reported. This one surprises me a little bit. That it was reported that when KZ goes on, it's going to be Marcus Allen. That gives the Steelers a fifth inside linebacker. And to me, if, they, if, if they're doing that, it's because they love him on special teams. And if they really love him on special teams, I'm kind of worried that, you know, Mark Robinson might not get a helmet on game days. 
if there's another inside linebacker. If not, otherwise, I think he's got to do it. So I think that's a possibility um, that that's what they want to do. I still like um, Elijah Riley as a safety if they feel that they need another safety. I really, even with KZ injured, I, I still like the four safeties they have. Yes. And Fitzpatrick, Edmonds, Norwood, and Killebrew. Um, I'm assuming Norwood's going to try to fill that role that they were possibly going to be using KZ in, um, unless they bring back someone like Elijah Riley, who, granted, it was against more of the JV players, but he looked good when he was out there for the Steelers, um, which I think is interesting. Hey, I'm going to throw this up here because Kelvin Colbert, he said it first. He says Joe Hayden. You never know. I, gonna, I don't know. I'm just going to ask you this question: Do you think, do you think Joe Hayden is on an NFL roster by this time tomorrow night, whether it's the Steelers or not? Uh, I think there is a good possibility that happens. I think that's a chance. I think there's even more of a chance as, as cornerbacks go down during the season. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. This is this. There's so much possibility to talk about. Anyone else that you could see? Do you think? Maybe, maybe a maybe a Joe Hag, maybe a John Leglue. Yeah, maybe another. Yeah, pot, potentially because again, yeah. you were talking about how they're they're only carrying eight, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a possibility. And I also don't think it would be crazy if there's someone from the waiver wire. Correct. Maybe another lineman. Maybe another linebacker, either inside or outside. That could be something that they that someone that they. Like to look at in the pre-draft process, um, but going back to the to the trade guys, I said we would. One, the first guy, Malik Reed. To me, he's your third outside linebacker. Yes, he was the third outside linebacker in Denver, and therefore started a ton because it was Chubb. It was you know, and that whole situation where he was starting a lot before he was injured, and he started. We watched him play. Yes, we watched did. him do a strip sack of Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, we did. In the first quarter of that game, it was the only sack that the that the Broncos got, and that was from a player who is now a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had seven tackles that game. Um, so, as I said on one of the other podcasts, if you play well against the Steelers, you have a better chance to end up one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I just from what you know, we're, Jeffrey and I were going to do a vertex on that, um, on, on Reed. What are your thoughts there? Do, do you think it looks like it could be an upgrade? Yeah, I do. Because to me, here's a guy that's been playing the third outside linebacker role and playing mm-hmm. it well. Okay? We're not taking a guy who's been nothing but a starter and ask, asking him to fill that third linebacker role and him getting mad and forcing his way out of town. Mm -hmm. We got a guy that's used to filling this role. So I'm hoping that that works better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I agree that, um, that it's someone who, who, yeah, kind of knows that role and does it fairly well. So, so that's – but the thing is, if he's coming in, the last thing you want – and this is what I saw some Broncos fans saying, is that the last thing you want for him is for him to have to be your starter. Right. It's, he's a Chris Wormley. 
He's a guy that if he's your he's your rotational guy, he's going to give you good play if you can put him out there in the right situation and for a certain amount of time. But if you have to put him out there all the time, then he's got weaknesses in his game that could be exploited. That's right. the if, best. That's if, what I heard. So that's what Jeffrey and I are going to try to dive into. Um, that's, anything that's else you want to say about him before we do that? Yeah, that's the – we want to play him on our terms, not have the yeah. terms dictated to us. Here you go. This was something I read from a Broncos beat reporter had a tweet out there that one of the Steelers beat reporters um, retweeted. I don't remember either of them, so I'm sorry I can't quote them properly. But he said that that there was they had a lot of depth at edge rusher in Denver. So he Reed seemed like he was going to be the odd man out, but they wanted to do right by him. And they asked him, "Hey, if we can trade you, where do you want to go?" And guess what he said. The Pittsburgh friggin' Steelers. You know, he he wanted to go to the Steelers if he wasn't going to be in Denver. And the Steelers gave up a sixth-round pick but received a seventh-round pick in return. They do not lose a draft pick. They only change the position of that draft pick. To me, I like it. Uh, see if it works. See if it works. You know? Um, so for that, that's good. And so – Right now, you're all. You mentioned the whole thing of knowing that role. It's not even just knowing that role. It's someone. It, it's a. It's a volunteer, not a hostage. Yeah, gotta love that. All right. So then, the other trade that the Steelers pulled off was for an offensive tackle, a veteran. He's 30 years old, um, undrafted in 2015 out of Idaho. Didn't even play in 2015 on a practice squad. You know, 2016 got picked up. Um. But I think the Jets didn't make the team, got called back to the practice squad late in the year. Um, then they cut him, and he signed to a, to a practice squad with the Dolphins. The Dolphins keep him through the offseason and through training camp. And what do you know? He makes the team and starts 10 games that year, Started a, and then basically started a ton of games all the time. Has started at every – well, played, I assume started, at every position on the offensive line except center. So, in other words, he's – Joe Hegg, that's a little bit heavier. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of what it looks like it is. So don't know if that'll work out. <laughs> Jeff was asking me a question earlier today about, you know, they talked about Pat Meyer's style of blocking. And, oh, what if it's not a right fit for players or this, that, the other? And, and Jeff's going to be talking about that. Um, not tomorrow's Let's Ride because – there's a lot to talk about everything today. I think that's maybe on the agenda for Friday and some things going on like that. Maybe this is one of those moves because they think this is a guy that might better fit into what they're trying to do. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Don't know enough about him. I just know that he's started since he's come into the league. He started a lot of games. Not that he's played overly well, but he started a lot of games and at a lot of different positions. So we'll see how that works. Anything else about, about that? Um, no, other than, um, just was interesting to see our new GM pulling these deals off here today. Yeah. Yep. That's why I'm, I don't know what to expect tomorrow when it comes to the waiver wire. Yeah. Same here. That's I don't why, know. That's, I don't why, know what to that's think. why my answer was, you know, if guys go on IR, who's, who they going to fill it with. And I'm like, no clue because, yeah. you know, I, we don't have. We don't have anything to, to. We don't have any history. We have nothing to go off of from Omar Khan. So mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen? 
Yeah. Um, I said this on the breaking news podcast for the 53-man roster. One player I'm not surprised if they'll end up being, being back in one way or another is Anthony McFarland. Um, that's a, that's a possibility. The Steelers have carried the extra running back and you know, maybe if CA three goes on the IR, maybe that's someone who comes back. There are a lot of big name veteran running backs that were released. So Anthony McFarland might not be the most sought after player. Um, but that's just one of those things. Uh, cause I know that was a discussion going on a little bit in the live chat. Whoo. But I also want to say one thing to, to finish up what you were saying. It's not just the GM. Correct. Tip of the hat to the assistant GM, who's the who's looking at the player personnel. You know, Andy Weidel. I am I am very glad that it seems like I mean he's the one looking at these other teams and these other places and stuff like that, um, along along with Omar Khan to help figure this stuff out. Um, I, I like I like that they're out there and that they're looking. I like that they're not just settling for what they have and things of that nature. So this team is far from finished because let's see. I I said far from finished. Let's say it the right way. The roster is far from set because tomorrow starting at noon is when the Steelers can also add as many as 16 other players in the form of the practice squad. Yes. Of those 16, six of them, can be veteran players that wouldn't be your typical practice squad eligible. Cause it used to be only certain players could go on the practice squad. You couldn't have more than three accrued seasons um, it, and, and things like that. So then, so let's talk a little bit practice squad right after this super chat here from Blake literal. I don't, I don't know if it's literally his name. I think it's literal. Say that a dollar 99. Thank you very much. Blake says other than OL, what area of, of needs needs Sorry, what area needs the most improvement? Um, yeah, that's a saying that you're him and in Holland. I don't see to me, I don't think the Steelers need big improvement at running back if they're going to have Jalen Warren be number two because I think there's potential there. And if it doesn't work out, then you worry about it. I think they're set at wide receiver, quarterback, um, tight end. Um, <laughs> defensive line they have they have more people than they could keep. Outside linebacker the depth was questionable, but now you got to trade. Inside linebacker, maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Um, that's the only, you know corner. I think they're all right at corner. See, that's another one I should have mentioned. Arthur Mallette, that's someone who could end up on IR because um, he didn't play in the last game. Yeah. Any player that didn't play in the last game is a possibility to go on IR. Um, so, yeah, I would say inside linebacker. If you want to say safety because of the injury to KZ, I get it. But I would say inside linebacker. Yeah, I, I, I agree. All right. So, practice squad. Any names jump out at you that you ex- really expect to see on the practice squad for the Steelers? And I'm not even going to get into how if it's if we've said too many veterans or not because I don't know exactly who's eligible for one or the other. We're talking about yeah. practice, yeah. <laughs> not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Oh, I understand, but I will tell you this: the practice squad is much more important than it used to be five years ago. Oh yes, That's much true. especially with the with you could have up to two game day elevations. Yes. It makes it huge, huge. 
a couple couple guys maybe thinking, you know. These are guys that can contribute. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me to see Mondu back on the practice squad. I, I would be fine with that. Um, oh, I'll ask you one along those lines. Because yeah. I asked Brian this in the podcast. The Davis Twins. Are they an all or nothing deal? Oh, you mean uh, both or none? Yeah. I don't. Can you sign the other? <laughs> that's tough, isn't know. it? They got to know that's a possibility. But and which um, one would you keep if you had to pick one? I don't know. I'd, I'd go with Khalil. I was leaning maybe that way, yeah. but. Um, other guys potentially for the Packers squad like squad like see Chris Steele on the on the practice. Absolutely, I'm 100. percent I hope. I mean, I think there's enough other defensive backs that were out there that I don't know that he'll get claimed on waivers because he's got to go on the team's 53. But right. I think he's a great practice squad guy. Uh, I'd like to see Vaughn's on the on the Tyler Vaughn oh, for sure. Um, it's funny because I know some people are like he's going to get claimed. There were a lot of wide receivers cut yeah, today. A lot. A lot. So to think that someone thinks that this guy is good enough to replace who they have on their 53 or who they could get as a veteran free agent, it's not it's not beyond the realm of possibility because I thought Tyler Vons had, had a nice preseason. Yes. But there's still a chance that he could get thrown. Um, <laughs> as you say, I'm, rather than say them all and then discuss, I'm just discussing as you go. You yeah. want me to throw one out there? Sure, throw one out there. Okay. Um, Elijah Riley. Yeah. Yes. Because I, again, I'm with you. I thought he looked pretty good out there yeah. against the Lions. He just, I didn't he do just, the, I, he I, just I, seemed to read and react oh, no, very well. I, I did do the defensive PFF scores. It's the offensive ones that didn't come out because we had so much other news today. Right. But on the he had the he had the what? He was the second highest guy. Second highest guy behind yes. Minka Fitzpatrick. Behind Minka. Yep. You know, that's that's and, and not only that, that passed the eye test. I thought he looked good out there. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else am I thinking here? You know what? It's not going to surprise me this year. There's probably going to be a few guys from other. From other teams. That's how Derek Tuska ended up with the Steelers. He got signed to their practice squad last year as an, as an original signing. Um, I was going to ask you that eventually. I, that's why I was so far asking about these guys. I got one that I think is kind of obvious because we didn't even – we didn't talk about him as being a surprise cut in the first round of stuff, and we probably should have. Because any time you're in your second season and you were a fourth-round draft pick, Buddy Johnson – no, I projected him to get cut. I did when I did my 53-man projection with Jeff Hartman on the article today. So I, th- But to me, I don't think he showed enough for another team to want him on their 53. So that's why I think – I don't think Buddy Johnson is done with the Steelers. I, I, I would see him back on the practice squad. Yeah. Okay? Um, how about the outside linebackers that we'd mentioned before? Uh, Delonte and Delonte Scott. Yeah. I'll tell you what, after the last game, I'd really like to see Delonte Scott stick around. Yeah. Yep. Um, agreed. I thought the uh, he had the look in the last game of a uh, – of his game was more like an Alex Highsmith game. 
Yeah, I thought against the Lions. So would like to see if maybe they could hold on to that and continue to try to maybe develop that a little bit. He he's another guy that struggles with the run. Um, at times. Um, at but, times, I saw him make yeah. a couple good plays on the run the other night, and I'm, which actually is partly what impressed me. I'm sorry. Game. What sticks out of my mind more than anything was the game you were at and that play you talked about yeah. where Devin Bush didn't come make the tackle. The only thing that obstructed Devin Bush was Delonte Scott getting driven into the into the middle of the field. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so those are others. Um, so I would say wide receivers. Tyler, I still think Cody White could end up on the practice squad. That's that's kind of who he is. Yeah. Um, he's just a he's just a tough guy that could come in and give you. Big guy catches and not skedaddler catches. <laughs> skedaddler. Catches. Yeah, we got to skedaddle out of here. Did you hear Coach Tomlin say that? No, I did not. That was in the post game press conference. Oh he gosh. said he talked about the big guys doing make their catches. Then you got the skedaddlers making their moves, <laughs> talking about wide receivers. Yeah, um, love that. So, um, got to use that word all the time. Got to skedaddle. Um, any anyone else from the Steelers team that you think could? I'm trying to go over the list. Oh, I'll ask you this question. I asked Bad this one. Lustin Jane, also known as Justin Lane, if he clears waivers, nope. My question isn't would the Steelers bring him back. My question is, would he bother? Or do you think he's like, you know what? They drafted me here. They drafted me high. I never really got going. They kind of changed up how they were doing stuff. I need to go somewhere else. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't know that the Steelers will look to do it. I think the Steelers yeah. are ready to move on from it, and he's probably yeah. ready to move on yep. from the Steelers. Yep, I I agree with that. I think that's a big possibility. So, um, other guys like I'm um, I'm looking over the list. I I don't know that Joe Hegg is an offensive lineman as a practice squad guy i just i just no. don't know um LeGlue, we mentioned him before chaz yep. green was there before i could see him be there trent scott who was one of the last five cuts for the steelers i could see him uh potentially going there if he's not courted by other people um the thing that's interesting with most of the, with those with Hag and scott both being cut is they are veteran guys so they can choose if they don't go on waivers they can choose where they go right um how about kevin Rader? Oh, absolutely. I forgot about Kevin Rader. Yeah. To me, yeah. to me, yeah, Kevin Rader, because he's a guy that if a tight end's dinged up, guess what you're going to do? You're going to see him elevated probably. Yeah. You know, that that's just kind of who he is. That's another one. Those are good. Yeah. Some of these guys you kind of forget about. That's like, oh, yeah, him. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going back to check the list. You know, either one of or any, I mean, the three linemen that they picked up, during the preseason, meaning one one pre, once preseason game started, in William Dunkel, Adrian Ely, and Ryan McCullum, don't know what the Steelers think there. They could keep any of those guys. You know, don't don't really know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that'll be interesting. We man, we listed a lot of players that were cut as, as possibilities, but uh, but we'll see. Um. So then we you you brought up the point, and I think you're exactly right. Outside signings, yeah. Outside signings. Um, I know there's there's Steeler fans that see a lot of names out there, people getting cut, and they should bring in this person. Like some of them are former players, like Quincy Roche was released. You know, Q from the youth, uh, six round draft pick for the Steelers last year. Um, 
some various different names out there associated with the with that some people wanted in the past that could be you know edge rusher outside linebackers inside linebackers um offensive linemen um you know some people are like like there someone said uh, with you know Alex Leatherwood who was released by by the Raiders he's got a decent he got a bigger contract because he was a first round draft pick so if you claim him off waivers you got to pick up his contract that's someone that if he clears waivers then you think about signing um so those are all interesting. I, I did put out a tweet earlier today that was interesting. I said, hey, four, by 4 o'clock today, there's going to be 864 less roster spots out there, and there's going to be a lot of players released Yep, because of those roster spots. And it is mathematically impossible for the Pittsburgh Steelers to sign all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Because every time there was a report of something, you could go into the comments and the Steelers, there would be at least one Steelers fan in there saying, oh, the Steelers should look at I mean, almost, I, I stopped looking, but I was doing that with some of them. I'm like, you're going to see Steelers fans in there saying, this guy, this guy. Now, it's not the same fan saying it for every person. I just think it's funny because it's very, I mean, I, I would say, it, it, it's rare there was an NFL team that released that, that would uh, that released anybody that at least a few Steeler fans didn't say, "Hey, the Steelers should look at this guy." Hey, so it's, it's fun. It's fun. It really is. That's what right. part of being a fan is. Everybody's got got guys they like, right? The problem is the decision is not going to be on the guys you like or I like. Yeah. It's going to be the guys who the Steelers organization likes. Yeah. The coaching staff, the front mm-hmm. office, who do they like? Yep. So. Exactly. Oh, there was something brought up way before the live chat that I wanted to ask you about, and then I forgot. So I'll, I'll do it now. Practice squad. Yes or no? Chris Oladokun. No. Yeah, agree. You know, maybe if you if, the, if no one else grabs him and you want him at some point and you have a spot and say, oh, yeah, he could come in and do some stuff that we need to see for, for a different quarterback. But like I said, that was – I said it on StatGeek. That's not the plan for the, when they released him in, the, in an early round of cuts to, that, we, that they want to bring him back on the practice squad. Because if that's the plan, that's a terrible plan. You don't release him early and think he's going to come back. It, it, it just doesn't happen so it might be that I, I, he visited with the chiefs today actually that was reported so um it's not like he's sitting back waiting for the steelers so I, I just don't know some people say wasted pick i still say how many times do you have all three of your main quarterbacks go through training camp and not one of them missed a practice almost never Oh, yeah, that's rare. That's rare. So he was there for when someone missed a practice, and it just so happened to royally suck for him that that didn't happen. Just kind of like it royally sucked for Mason Rudolph in the last game that the Steelers never got the ball back, and he only had one possession. You know? Uh, Sometimes it is what it is. So, yeah, just imagine if they wanted to give Oladokun one possession after Rudolph if he still would have been around. They wouldn't have got it. So, um, yeah. Huh. Anything else here you want to you want to mention about the potential stuff before we get into our big question? No, let's go. Let's go bigger. Go home. So. Okay, so we're going to do our big question, and then I I do have 
something else I'm going to remind you all of the of our wonderful prize in case you were late. Uh, for those of you that are here live, of our wonderful prize for the um, for the um, survivor pool that the information will be out later this week on the BTSE. Uh, oh, sorry, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things. There we go. And again, you know, and I also got a little personal thing that we'll share afterwards, kind of almost like Jeff Hartman's Heart to Heart, for those of you that listen to, to Let's Ride. But big question. This is my question. Are we, do you have one or do you want me to go? No, you go. Okay. I am going to say this. I don't care if it's somebody that was on the Steelers or somebody somewhere else. Here is my question to you, Rich. I'm going to ask you, and then everyone else will put theirs in there. And people probably said this in the live chat all night. It's it's hopping. It's been a great live chat night. Name me one player you think will be on the Steelers' 53-man roster by their first game on September 11th. That's not there now? It's not there now. Give me one player that that's your bet. Okay. Wow. <sighs> There's about three different directions I can go here, and I'm sitting there thinking, yes. man, if I had to put Remember, don't answer yet in the live chat. You're waiting for if, me to if find I, it. If out. I had to put money on it, who am I going with? Yes. Um, so you know what? I'm going to go who I would go with if I had to put money on it. All right. Marcus Allen. Okay. That's a safe one because of the reports. I don't know if that report's going to be right or not. I, didn't I don't know, know if, if it's really is, healthy it, enough. I, I don't okay. know if. Yeah, I, I don't know if it is or not, but I'm doing it based on the different things that he could do mm-hmm. and his familiarity with, you know, having been on the team. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to say okay. Marcus Allen. You ready? I'm. I'm going to. I'm. I'm going to. I'm going to shake it out here. I'm going. I'll go a different route. You ready? Okay. Yes. Anthony McFarland Jr. Um, actually, he was one of mine for consideration as well. Yeah. I don't know enough about other people that they could bring in, you know, because that's part of the people. You can answer that, everyone out there. It's in there. It's up. It's up. It's for, So you guys can answer it. I'm, whoa, man, they were ready. A um, couple of them jumped in there pretty quick. So let's see what they got. Oh, you cheated. I'm going to bring up an example of cheating, and the only reason I'm going to do it is because they were the very first one. Yes, this is cheating. From CD. That's cheating. You get one. You don't get two. Get one, not two. So, yeah, this is a, we have an extra big question in here because there's not a game this week. Usually it's going to be scores. It says LeGlue or Hegg. At least he went with the same position group. In other words, he's saying it's an offensive line. Offensive line. Kathy yeah. says LeGlue. Um, Stuart Luther. Okay. Oh, hey, Kathy, by the way. Um, Stuart Luther says Tyler Gold. Or, sorry, I'm going to say Goldson. Goodson, running back. Don't know who that is, and that's okay. I'm fine with the Steelers adding players that I don't know their names. They've done it in the past. They've done it with the Keller Witherspoon. They've done it with Ross Cockrell. They've done it with someone. Um, you know, it's okay that they add guys that you don't necessarily know their names to, onto this roster because it doesn't mean that they're not going to contribute. Okay, Wes Hickok. I'm not surprised. Knowing Wes, with yes. everything, he says Eric Fisher. I I I knew it was going to be one of those offensive linemen for Wes, and 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 that no, and that's not a bad thing, Wes. No. That's a good thing. No, yeah, okay? yeah. So so there we go. Uh, Steeler Chick forty six says Tyler Vons. Okay, Rob Thitoff. Thitoff. Well, I think it's Thitoff. Uh, he says John McGlue. Man, this is a lot of names. I got to say, I got to say, people's names and players' names. Okay? Oh come on, quick come um, on. BF Bud says Tyler Vaughn. 
Um, Steel Dog 88 agrees with Wes. It says Eric Fisher. Um, Dion Eaton says Tyler Vaughn. I just don't see that because they already have seven guys. If it wasn't for the number of players already had, that's to me, that's the difference. Um, Nate Van Slyke is LeGlue of Steelers Pittsburgh says Haig. Um, How do you say this? Cord Cord Man Tommy. Okay, very cool. I was splitting it up with the wrong letters yeah, because there was no spaces. I had to make them up on my own. Very good, Rich, for saying that right. And he says, yes, McFarland. Okay, X Eddie B. Yeah, you cheated, but well, he was um, McFarland in the glue. Um, Doc Holiday says Steel. I was tempted to go Steel. Yeah, another to one. Me, steel if Millette ends up going on IR. Yep. You know, uh, but uh, or I guess they could go six corners and four safeties if they really wanted to. That that's not bad. Um, Ali Howard Species. Yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, says LeGlue. Stevie two times, says J.C. Treader. He would have to renounce his retirement yeah. that he had. Was that the end of last week or over the weekend? Yeah, but you just never know. Um, Devin Logan, says McFarland. Reginald Rivers, I think it outside the box. Sony Michelle. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, you made up for it, XNB. XNB. Dan McCullers. <laughs> he still got the pictures. Still got the pictures. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if this is an answer to the question, but I'll bring it up. Because Evan Gallus says, I'd rather have McFarland than Snell. That might have just been talking to my stuff, or I don't yeah. know if that was his answer. I knew someone was going to put this. I was waiting for it. Thomas Riley, Joe Hayden. Okay. Outside Steeler fan says McFarland. Oh, one thing, quick, quick, quick thing about, sorry, outside Steeler fan. Don't want to rush over yours, but I agreed with yours. You knew that. About Joe Hayden, there was a report that Joe Hayden shot down that the Steelers offered him a contract and it wasn't enough money. He shot that down. So there were some rumors out there that that he that Hayden specifically addressed. Um, I don't think he said there hasn't been an offer from the Steelers. So anyway, um, CD, ah, oh, there you go. I'm bringing you back up for redeeming yourself. Said I'll go Hag. Okay, since he tried to go with him. So, very good. Um, Alex H. says Leatherwood. Okay. Um, someone else claimed that they were the first to answer, but you were not because you did it before you it came up. You jumped the gun. You jumped the gun. You're not allowed to put it out there until, it's, until we put it out there. There's a lot of people in the live chat. They might not realize that's the rule. So, you can put it out there again if you need to. Um, Kevin Brokenborough says Riley. Um, Brian Blackstock, he says Hamilcar. Hamilcar Rashid. Okay, sorry. You, you've got to... You got it in New England. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I said on the on the on the preview. You, yep. you, you, you got to talk with your Boston accent to get Hamilton. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know we're answering stuff, but I like Wes's answer. Said I won't be shocked if I'm wrong. Would be thrilled if I. <laughs> in other words, if he's right, that's yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, Richard Adamson says Riley, Elijah Riley. That's a good one. Um, Jacob Heinrich specifies Alex Leatherwood. After waivers, okay. Um, Brian Harrington says Master Teague. Master, I don't. I don't he can't so. come back to the Steelers. Don't know how long his injury settlement was. I'm pretty sure he he was a guy that did he get in? He got was one of the ones that was announced as an injury settlement, right? I don't because he went on IR. Yeah, 
um, if there's no injury settlement, then he's on IR for the year. If there's an injury settlement, then that means they're free to sign somewhere else, but they can't sign back with the Steelers um, until the end of that settlement and maybe even plus three weeks afterwards is what I think it is. Uh, Felicia. Hey, Felicia. Hey, uh, says Felicia. Carlos Davis. Um, You're a cherry oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to bring you the whole thing. I'm going to bring it up. This is from Russ, our buddy Russ. He says, what's up, Steeler family? Wasn't on for two weeks. Was in the hospital, but it's all good now. That's what we want to hear, Russ. That's more important than other things. Glad all so I'd like to see make a trade for Tevin Jenkins for O-line from the Bears. Word is he wants traded. think he's pretty good. Yeah. He's he's now – the Bears are now saying that they that they are going to do it, but we'll see. Got to love um, Jerry Cherry's answer. Yes. Gordon Berry. Yes, that's for Jeff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, let's see. Sherry Richards, she says Roche. Good to see Roche. Q from the U. Um, here was here was Nathan. He put another one in there. He was like, but I was first. He says, whoops, but it's Marcus Allen, is what he says. Yes. Um <laughs> do we bring it up? Yeah, that's funny. Go ahead. Yeti. See, that's Ben Roethlisberger. He was that, you know, he was coming, he came out to practice and maybe he got the itch. Um, that's a pretty good one. Um to do i'm looking if there's a, there's just people are still talking which is great oh, yeah a lot of great discussion like i said um i was someone said i was right that it was an injury settlement for master teague don't know how long those are they usually aren't disclosed uh, a lot of people um talking to russ which is good which is what i'm gonna see yeah. and mr woodside hey, said oh, you took my down Wait, oh, you had one? Bring it back yeah, up. That was that. CD says it's going to be Brian Anthony Davis and BJ Finney pants. <laughs> Brian Anthony Davis and BJ Finney pants. Oh, I love that. I Which love actually, that. I joked to Kyle about that when we went to when we went to training camp because, of course, they have you know like jersey tight pants that the, you can buy there. I told Kyle yeah. we could get him a pair to look like Brian in the BJ Finney pants. <laughs> yes. Kyle wasn't that thrilled with that statement. Yeah. Yep. Um, here, now I'll bring up the one that I had. It was Mr. Woodside. I agree. Marcus Allen. Um, Jeff Lauderdale says Tony Jefferson. Do you know who that is? Um, yeah, a, I, I don't know. I don't, related, and I'm fine with that. Is he related to George? No, no. <laughs> if so, I'm not sure who it is. That's right. Okay. Uh, these are funny. Of course, Yeti says he's joking, of course. Um, a lot of, oh, my goodness. Here we go. Kenyon Drake from Curtis Jury. He did visit with the Ratbirds. We'll yes, see what happens there. He did. Okay. Um, did I miss any other ones so far? All right. Nope. I think you got them. So, all right. So that's good. There's going to be plenty more talk about everything going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers, how things will break down. They still have to officially announce a starting quarterback. They still have to officially announce a starting left guard. I want to once again show it here. If you can still hear me, I'm trying to talk into my microphone. Show it again. Here is our prize for the survivor pool. Information coming out more and more leading up to the season. It is a signed football by one Cameron Hayward. Okay. Um, I think it's Cameron Phillips Hayward, um, if I remember right. So that's make sure that you're on the lookout for that. Make sure you're looking out. Um, vote in the Isaac Redman Award poll in Shannon's article, and make sure you listen to uh, Know Your Enemy tomorrow night with uh, the announcement of that and something else special from that. Also, I just wanted to put it out there, a little special um, thing for me. Today was a huge day for me with all that was going on with this. But on top of that, I didn't know that it was actually going to be today until it was today. Um, 
over 10 years ago, when I kind of started my journey away from teaching and coaching and, you know, into being a stay-at-home dad, the first thing that I was doing before I ever got into writing for the Steelers is I actually wrote a novel. And then I wrote another one to follow it up. But I wrote that novel when I was trying to see what to do to get it published. And I realized how difficult of a route that is, especially with someone who doesn't have a degree and has never written anything else before, to even get anyone to even read one, one word of it. So to do that, that's kind of how I got into writing about the Steelers and ultimately ending up at Bond the Steel Curtain. Well, to bring everything full circle, today, my novel is now available on Amazon as both an ebook and paperback. So this is a just this is a little bit of personal news on our family show. It's not about the Steelers. But one thing that is really cool is you can see the words behind the steel curtain and the website www.behindthesteelcurtain.com on the back cover of the book under the author information because that's a big part of who I am. So that's there. It's available on Amazon. I'm not asking anyone to, to do anything like that. If you are interested, it's a it's a, a young adult um, fantasy adventure novel series. Um, if you go to my Twitter, which is on the screen, STLR Super Fame Dad, I have a pinned tweet about it. Um, so the, so there's actually a link there if you want to actually look and see what it what it looked like and what it was. So that's just kind of a little bit fun and exciting thing for me. Um, so I'll put it out there. But what's even more and it, I, it's because there's no game this week. It was a good time for this to kind of happen. But I'm excited about this roster. I know it's going to be a very different going forward. You have multiple people asking, what's it called? What's it called? Oh, it's called Ghost Warriors. Okay, so you can even go to Amazon and type in Dave. Don't type in Dave. You got to go David. Uh, I was my, That was my wife's suggestion to use my, 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 my actual first name. Um, and plus, people could maybe confuse me with the with, with the esteemed British actor um, from the Pirates of the Caribbean series and uh, Gladiator. Then uh, <laughs> maybe he wrote a book. <laughs> but no, if you type in David Schofield Ghost Warriors on Amazon, it, you'll you'll see it. Um, I mean, it's it's just up, so there's not a lot of stuff up that went there with it. So, um, but that's a lot of fun. But I this this roster is going to change so much by the time we're here next week. And yeah, I still think it'll, I think it's even going to change after we have our show next week before the first game. So I'm excited. Rich, what do you want to say to finish up tonight's show? All right. Uh, just a couple quick things. So uh, I, I got to throw out there again. I've got um, two home games that I have tickets for that I'm trying to get, go ahead and get rid of. Um, they are in section 524. Okay. Uh, seats, seats nine and ten. Um, I'm asking two hundred dollars for the pair um, per game. Per, per game. So I have the Jets. Hundred dollars a seat, man. That's yeah. a great. That's the friends and family rate, man. That's it, great. It is, but it's really just um, kind of just needing to unload them. So what, what, what um, are the two? What are the two games? The Jets on October second, and the okay. Bengals on Sunday night, the uh, the twentieth of November. So right. if you're interested in either of those, probably the easiest thing to do is reach out to Dave. Dave will make sure we get we get connected and I've got those out there. So I'd love All to right. go on to the Jets game, except I am going 
to the beach that week. So Yeah, and honestly, I was supposed to be going to the Jets game in my seats, and then my brother-in-law, who I shared tickets with, asked me then if we could – he had something come up that weekend where he was going to be closer to Pittsburgh and asked if we could switch our games, if he could go yeah. that game. I'm like, sure thing, man. That's great. So, um, so yeah, so those are, those are, those are um, two good games, you know. Jets, that's coming off the mini buy. You never know if there's gonna be any kind of changes that's, for that game. If you know yep, what I mean? I yes, yeah. I do. Yep. So, um, so, all right. The the other thing that I will have to say to 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 take us out, okay, is <laughs> next week is exciting. Oh my god! Next week's show is exciting. Oh my god! You know why? Because it's gonna be football that matters. <laughs> Correct. Because next week we are previewing the Steelers opening regular season game for the 2022-2023 NFL football season. Can't wait. When I know that it can never really be the same How could I move forward When I keep looking backward I'm just standing still How can I fight this surprise